everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology. So episode 167, and it is the new moon in Gemini tomorrow. Oh my goodness. At uh, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it is at nine degrees of Gemini. So um, what does this new moon portend for us? Well, um, of course, you know, when you think about Gemini, Mercury, Mercury is the host of this, of the new moon in Gemini. So for the month of, for this new moon cycle um, is going to be uh, very much the archetype of communications and how we speak and listen to each other, how we hear each other, uh, the stories that we have about ourselves, our connections, our siblings, our neighbors, our um, education, uh, writing, speaking, listening, communication, all of these things are very mercury driven. Mercury is also the god of commerce, which is why the statue of Mercury, Mercury sits atop the Grand Central Station. Now, if you ever go to New York City and you want to look at good architecture, one of the finest examples of Beaux-Arts architecture is this beautiful edifice of the Grand Central Terminal, and there is Mercury carved in the stone. <laughs> so um, that'll help you remember Mercury, commerce, right, and communicate transportation, transportation, cars, buses, trains, it's all Mercury. Right now, Mercury's in retrograde, as, as we all know. And uh, so there's some setbacks or rearrangements or reconsiderations around our, our um, you know, the people in our life and the stories that we have about different things, depending on where it is in your chart is where you're having a story rewritten. So um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is, um, you know, in terms of this, we're going to take you through the, the um, you know, the various um, experiences that we're going to move through, the qualities of these and how we might best use them. So let me pull up the chart just a second. Okay, so um, the, I'm going to share my screen and here we have the new moon in Gemini. This is set for Washington, DC. Um, so as you can see here, the new moon is nine degrees, um, three minutes. And the thing about this is, um, Mercury, the ruler of the new moon, is going to be squaring, making a, um, a square to Saturn in Aquarius. So as you can see here, that's going to be June 1st to 4th. Mercury will move into a square with Saturn. And so um, if we advance the chart there to June, um, whoopsie, going too fast. Oh, in Mercury season, everything's happening too fast. <laughs> and I'm messing up the numbers. Live coverage, folks. Um, as you can see here, the moon is um, making a, um, oh, it's just hard to see this dang thing, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I can barely say it. Um, no, the moon is uh, making a square to a Saturn in Aquarius. So um, where is Mercury in the chart? Here he is. He's retrograde, he's conjunct Algol. So if you're having, um, you know, there's uh, one of my clients called me and, and she said, um, oh boy, um, there's some serious stuff going down at, at work and where she works, there's some, um, uh, one of the people, one of her, I would say her superiors is involved in some, um, so there's some lying and, and um, mis, you know, the whole shadow mercury, you know, deceitfulness and trickery going on. And um, I'm just wondering, she said, you know, he's, this guy's really in trouble. And I just wonder when, you know, here's mercury at 26 conjunct algal making that square to 
Saturn, which rules bosses, right? And Aquarius, uh-oh, um, you know, heads may roll. Uh, so, um, and, but in, in that case, it would be a good thing. We're, how we wanna use Mercury, um, because relationships that haven't been working often come to an end in Mercury retrograde. But one of the ways you wanna use this square with Saturn, don't be used by it, I mean, unless you really want to, <laughs> but you know, a, a good way of engaging with this would be to, um, you know, Mercury's very like, I always call him the ADD boy of the, of the, um, of the universe and <laughs> the ADD boy of, of at least our, our solar system, right? And so uh, curiosity is a really big um, archetype, the archetype of, of Mercury as, as regards curiosity. So exploring new ideas and Quicksilver, right? Mercury is that Quicksilver who wants to move and change its mutable air. So understanding and engaging in new ideas is always um, very prevalent in, when the new moon's in Gemini, the Mercury season. And, um, and so with that square with Saturn, it's like, okay, check. I don't wanna say check your enthusiasm at the door, but just have enthusiasm, but factor in some wisdom and some patience as well. Not always easy, cause you wanna like jump around like everybody, you know, you know those kids, remember in those, um, the young souls in that movie, Soul, the Pixar movie, fantastic movie, and all those little bubbly kids, those are like Mercury kids. They're all running around, hey, hey, what's going on? You know, everybody's wanting to look and see and explore the world and it's wonderful, but that square with Saturn is like, let's, Let's get, um, let's be patient. You know, it was like the school teacher over them. Like, okay, okay, let's let's just manage this energy. So using that energy to, and come to a, an agreement, I would say too, with the moon square Saturn, um, you know, may, thinking you're putting those wonderful ideas and the explorations and the new considerations that you're engaging in and learning and such, and just think about it long-term. Uh, what would the long-term ramifications be of, of uh, these new ideas. So that's just one way of, um, you know, one way to, to use that. And uh, then we have uh, June 3rd to 5th, there's this little magical window there that I heard on Kat's podcast, uh, Kat Nelligan, um, Kat Rose Astrology. Thank you, Kat, for this tip, giving it all to her. Uh, 3rd to 5th, Mercury will station direct at, um, and all, so when Mercury, let's go back to that, Let's go to the videotape, as they used to say in the old days. Um, so the, the, um, Mer when Mercury stations direct, um, you will see, jing, May 30th, um, Mercury stations direct. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong, it's, <laughs> who has to calm down? Me, no, um, Friday, June 3rd, Mercury goes direct on that point, right? You talk about, whoa, what, what ideas wanna come forward and old ones that you have to cut old stories around yourself that are not uh, fitting, right? And, uh, but when Mercury goes direct for a couple of, without Pluto, just the traditional seven planets, all of them are going to be direct until June 5th because June 5th is when um, Saturn is going to go retrograde. And so um, just that there's that little magic window. So if you want to get things done and new things launch or, you know, Mercury, the Herald with the announcement of something, some promotion, perhaps sales or promotion or writing, that's a great little window, third to the fifth with all traditional planets direct. See, Merc um, Pluto is retrograde right now. But anyway, so there's that little tidbit. And um, uh, June 4th to 5th, Saturn, um, you know, Saturn again will, will, is going to go retrograde. And that's always um, a big deal. 
because um, here on May, here it is, um, June 4th, um, Eastern time, 5.46 PM, Saturn will retrograde at 25 degrees of Aquarius. It's interesting because that's conjunct the U, very close, two degrees away from the USA uh, moon. So there's this, um, so this is going to be a several, a, a lot of introspection um, on our part as Americans, you know, how do we want our new, how do I want our society to look, um, what, what changes, what fundamental changes can we make that will really shine where, you know, democracy and and um, forward thinking will really shine and what, what needs to occur to have that happen and you know, go back and make the necessary changes. That would be an overall message for Saturn retrograde um, until um, October. It'll be direct in late in October, October 23rd. So if you have points around the, the um, 25 degrees of fixed signs, Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, and Scorpio, you will really feel this for sure. This, this restructuring is, is very um, elemental for, for you guys. And that could be any planet. It could be your sun, any of your planets or your rising sign. If you have those um, prominent in your chart, you'll definitely want to take note of that. Okay, so then we have June 11th to the 12th, Venus conjuncts Uranus. And um, that's kind of exciting. Um, so what is that? What might that look like? Well, Venus conjunct Uranus. Let us go to the videotape. Here we are in the uh, June 11th. And um, as you can see here, 16 degrees, that's very close to the, uh, the eclipse point. So v Venus is crossing that eclipse point actually on the um, Thursday, June 9th. So Venus crossing an eclipse point as opposed to Mars. Mars is like action taken. Venus is like this, it's a benefic. So it's a grace, it's an ease. It's, it's you know, I would see, be, think something positive and, uh, and uh, wonderful coming out of that um, conjunction that happens, you know, briefly on that, on that day, June 9th. Then we have, um, like I said, the con exact conjunction will be on uh, June 11th with Uranus. So there's this forward thinking around our resources, our money supply, our currency, our own monies, our own bank accounts, our relationships, right? Venus being the marriage and relationship planet, maybe looking at things and connecting in new and different ways that are going to move us forward. Maybe it's like, you know, you think about Oh the gosh, the rent crisis, right? And mortgages and and mortgages, home sales have dropped since the Fed raised rates, and there's this huge crisis that's been going on over the last few years, as we all know, with housing. Well, maybe this this could be like, hey, maybe a bunch of people will share um, a house together that you know normally. Oh, I can't live with anybody. It's like, well, you know what? Maybe you need to, or maybe your friends need to, or maybe you need to help your friends and to be there for them in new and different ways. So it might involve a new living situation, <clears throat> something of that nature, or just to think outside the box when it comes to connecting and relating to others, and certainly going back to nature. It can't emphasize that enough. Um, June 14th, the full moon will be in Sagittarius, the opposite sign, of course, Gemini. And so where these new seeds that we plant around our new ideas and our new connections and, and engaging in all of these ideas and connections and writing, um, it, will, it will peak. So it's like where it bears fruit is in the sign of Sag. And that's about a completion and a fulfillment. Sag, of course, you think about philosophy and higher education and higher wisdom. So maybe it's like where that that where these new ideas and new initiatives around communications, where they will bear fruit. So June 14th. 
and Mercury will also be back in the um, in in um, in her home sign of one of his his or hers, the androgynous Mercury. One of one of their home signs of uh, <clears throat> Sag and Virgo are the two ruling uh, signs of of Gemini of Mercury. So Mercury will be back in its home sign by that time, as you can see here, the new moon will be, gosh, it's pretty close to the galactic center. So we might get some cosmic truth coming, cooking up here. You know, um, the, you know, it's talking about thinking of, you know, we got that Venus is still pretty close to that Uranus. So maybe, you know, we could have some pretty cosmic insights and maybe we have visitors that are no, not normally part of our world, right? <laughs> like somebody knocking at the door, it's like, it's ET. <laughs> so, and he's gonna live with me. Well, can you pay rent? I don't know, do you have a deposit? Hmm, we'll think about that. Uh, maybe barter. <laughs> so um, anyway, so um, June 16th to 17th, the sun will uh, square Neptune. And what does that look like? Well, I don't know. Let's physically look at that, the aspect of the sun. And it's squaring. I love, isn't this the best like thing of all, like uh, astrological software, Christmas present, right? I know some of you are thinking, I wanna just spin that wheel. I know, but you'll never get your laundry done. But anyway, just, just saying, uh, June 16th to 17th, the sun is going to be squaring Neptune. So here's Neptune at 25 um, Pisces. And uh, let's see, I, I think what I can do is simplify this and just show the outer planets. All right, so that's what I should have done. <laughs> Sun squaring Neptune. All right, um, here we are. And so what does that look like? Again, you know, Neptune is about that, that beautiful, the ideal, you know, what are the ideal uh, stories that we want to incorporate in ourselves that are about compassion and, and the highest truth and divine love and wisdom and creative inspiration. So this is where we could engage again, another juicy opportunity for creative projects and letting creative inspiration flow, you know, into our writing and reaching new dimensions. Um, the 18th to the 19th, Venus will square Saturn in Aquarius. So here we go. Um, as you can see here, Venus in, in her home sign, by the way, of Taurus, very, very at home there, squaring Saturn, okay, in that square is, again, it's an overcoming square from Saturn, so, you know, it, it always, but it is Saturn's retrograde, so it's rethinking, <clears throat> um, are these things that we think have restricted us, are they really restrictive? Well, maybe not, maybe we're, we're walking back what we consider uh, restriction and, you know, incorporating uh, new ways of dealing with, um, you know, again, thinking for the greater good of things. With Saturn and Aquarius, you're always thinking long-term greater good and having patience and wisdom as we forge new connections. Uh, June 27th, Neptune will go retrograde in the sign of Pisces. And as you can see here, uh, let's see, June 27th, there we are, um, judging red. All right, Neptune is a very slow moving planet. It's going to be, um, it will be retro, yes, it will, <laughs> Neptune will go retrograde for several months. So it starts on June 27th, 28th, and it will go through December, into December. So that's almost half a year. You know, Neptune and Pluto, they spend half the year in retrograde. So is it as big a deal? Do we notice it as much as 
as a uh, you know Mercury or a Mars retrograde? No, we don't. But it is still important because of where it starts and where it ends up in your chart and what we're being forced to look at. Um, with that, when it starts there, it is um, making a square, not by degree, but by sign with Mars. So again, you know, um, that will and that ambition and drive to create connections. Um, again, it's it's just wanting us to revisit um, Neptunian concepts. Re you know, can we incorporate mystical precepts into our daily um, our daily business, our daily our mind, and and infusing our um, our you know with the square to to. Mars I'm speaking to, can we infuse these transcendental concepts into, into a, a new direction for us in our, in our world and our regular everyday world? And how can we marry the two together? You know, these higher concepts, higher wisdom. And I think about, you know, other dimensional realities with Neptune and Pisces and its home sign. And, you know, maybe about um, how can we bring that instead of having it be a conflict, how can we engage with that energy and bring that into our um, our lives. Um, okay, let's see. Then we have the uh, we finish out the month with um, September. Uh, September. Where is this coming from? <laughs> I can't even read my own notes. <laughs> Mercury's retrograde live coverage. Like I said, you want to know? Just come here. Um, anyway, no Mars will sextile the Saturn on the 28th and the 29th, so we can jump over to that and. Uh, let's see what that what is that going to look like the 28th to the 29th dun, 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 dun. here it is so we have mars in as we can see here where's little marsy late degrees of gemini i mean sorry late degrees of in its domicile you know it's this uh late degrees of aries and it is um making a sextile which is a kind of a positive aspect so again, an overcoming sextile. So I would feel here too, patience, maturity, wisdom, making the right choices that are gonna be for the long-term, kind of checking our egos at the door, uh, checking our impulsiveness at the door. It, that's a good thing, especially with Mars and it's hot-headed, you know, impulsive, uh, can be violent as we have seen in the news, you know, with the tragedies. Um, but this is about bringing in a, a higher wisdom here and um, yes, go forward, but don't, what, what's that saying? Beat your swords into plowshares. You know, that, that's what I think of when I think of um, the, the potential for Mars and Aries. It doesn't have to be violent. I know our news has been covered with this Buffalo shootings, the Laguna Woods, then now Uvalde, Texas. But we, um, there is a new, there is another, choice we have in terms of our using our energy for courage and passion and bravery and standing for others use that energy to stand for others saturn squaring uh, saturn in that overcoming sextile is going to assist us in having a wiser approach and um anyway so yeah that's that's all i have for you right now for this is our new moon and i hope that you have a wonderful new moon in pisces um i think that um when when you think about it, you know, um, what new stories do, do we wanna write for ourselves, literally write, or just in our own mind? Um, how can we use our, our higher mind? The higher mind of Mercury is telepathy. 
So let's sharpen our telepathic tools. Maybe we need to get off our phones and look to a higher dimension of communication. That's just the computer and the phone. Uh, sitting in nature is, is often is absolutely awesome. Oh, one more thing. Here's a great remedy for mercury in um, in, in uh, when when we're in Gemini season. Um, it, it is um, Gemini and mercury. You know, it rules the the lungs, right? Anything in pairs of two. So two, we have two eyes, two ears to hands, you know, legs, hands, arms, everything in pairs. But uh, in medical astrology, it, it uh, very much rules the respiratory system. So uh, a neti pot, you know what a neti pot, here's my little neti, my neti pot, right? You put a little salt in the water, you can look this up online for the exact right amount, little tepid water, and then you stick it in your nose. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it washes out. And I got to tell you, I never liked doing it, but I got, I got off it. I gave up my, right, Mercury Gemini, Mercury retrograde, retrograde, gave up my story around how I didn't like it. And I'm really glad I did because my nostrils, I feel better. I sleep better. I wake up better. I feel more, um, more oxygen and more prana coming into my, um, into my sinuses and into my brain and, and all, you know, elevating our, our um, electrical system. Very, very important with pranayama. So get a little neti pot from the health food store. Um, if, you, <laughs> if you don't wanna do a neti pot, um, there is something else that let me show you. Hold on a second. Okay. What I wanna show you is I came across this the other day. Um, these folks, this is the Yogi Bhajan's community. Um, Yogi Bhajan was a, a yogi who, he passed several years ago, but he came to the United States from India in, in the 1960s, 69, I think. And he said that he was bringing Kundalini yoga here to the West and it's to open up the Aquarian age. Well, it's, it's very interesting because um, that is all about the light body and that's what Kundalini yoga is. It, the the, the um, yoga postures and breath work that open up the light body. It, it, it really programs us to a higher level. So what a great thing to do, especially during um, Gemini season. So here's this, I found these lovely folks online, the art of Dharma, unveiling your purpose, your great purpose. And it's activate.jaidevsing.com. So I'll put the link in below. It's a global webcast event. Here, here he is. It's free. Um, you can, it's meditating all with people all over the world. And it's to find the, the Dharma. Like what is your Dharma? No previous existence begins. Um, it's about five. So this, these exercises will show um, and any kind of pranayama and Kundalini yoga, they really show us our um, when we move into these deep, rigorous exercises, and it could only be for a few minutes, you might find, however much time you have. You talk about lifting oneself out of depression. Not only that, you find yourself, you feel and find and connect with your higher self. And if you feel divorced from your purpose, you can connect with it in this very powerful way. And I, I say that in, when I think about the the young man that killed all those people in Texas, um, the young he was oh gosh he was only a teenager, and I thought I felt so sad for him. I could cry because somebody that would do such a heinous act is so disconnected and so sad. His his parents he was not being raised by his parents, and I apparently he didn't have a good relationship with his grandmother. But he was so his soul was so disconnected, and he didn't feel he had a purpose. Right? They said he didn't have any friends. And it, it, you know, when you when you're at, without a purpose, that's what's going to lead you down a very dark hole. So these um, exercises 
even though most of us are not in that situation, but we there are parts of us that do feel that darkness and that heaviness and regular daily conscious breathing will take you out of that uh, very powerfully. There's another, uh, there's a great uh, breath um, master called Dan Brule. I can put the link in below also. He's written, a, a gr I think the book is called Just Breathe, but any anywhere you can join virtual sittings um, it's always fun to do it together. Uh, but I, I know when, when I have engaged in long periods of this pranayama, um, my, my reaction button <laughs> goes way down. The it's like we get a, a Teflon coating for getting upset by the daily hills and peaks and valleys of life. So I can't say that enough. And especially what a great, great auspicious time in Gemini season to be doing that. So anyway, that's all I have for you today. Um, I hope you... Um, March 4th and have fun in this uh, beautiful Gemini new moon. And I will see you next time. Um, if you need a session or anything, go, you know, come, we're always um, love to help. I also have my, um, my classes starting June 14th, um, Astro for Beginners. So um, hop on and join us. We'll have lots of fun anyway. Okay. That's all. And um, have a wonderful day and namaste. Blessings to you all. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Bye for now.